live ooh, from the Hartford District Court here at 95 Washington Street in Hartford. It's a Data Queen free edition of Business Pants Friday featuring data, the Data Queen's friends, Emma and Matt and Greg. And I'm a dude with more than four letters in his name, thank God. It's always Aww. been, I know you guys think this is stupid, but it's always been a point of, point of pride for me that my name, my first name has more than four letters in it. Because where I grew up, everyone had either four or three letters, but I was the monster with six letters. I was very proud of that. <laughs> Emma, you gotta stop, be proud of something. Stop staring daggers at me. It's a Friday show, May 13th. Ooh, Friday the 13th. Uh, Ari's out. Ari's doing her civic duty this week, Matt. Is that what she's doing? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's busy judging someone. All right. Well, this is a live show. Instead we're of actually, us. We're broadcasting live, so we, we shouldn't tell people where she is. <laughs> You're all going to descend on it. Uh, in her place, I, I'm going to stand in for Ari this week. I'm going to I'm going to have three uh, goodliest stories. But we're going to do our typical Friday show: story of the week, goodliest of the week, as holiest of the week, and of yep. course, uh, Emma usually wins the week with her irritatingest of the week <laughs> section. She and we have does. a for our podcast listeners, we have a very special uh, new. What are we calling these vignettes episode? What are these? These are punks and pinstripes minutes. Yeah. Except, except, let's be fair, Greg Larkin. And I say <laughs> that with tempt. I say that with love because I'm his biggest fan. Uh, your minute is is ballooned already to what two and a half minutes? Two and a half, yeah, two and a half. Right, so two know. and a half. We're gonna I chop it where in got, post. I don't know where you got that multiplier, <laughs> but I, I didn't see the sale for that. So. That's how All minutes right. work. Okay, that's how minutes work. All right, let's do it. Come on, you ready? What? What? Yes. Emma, what's our timer? What are we doing? You putting a timer up for we're us? Doing five you, we're doing five minutes. Five minutes. minutes. Ready? Well, yeah, you know why we're doing five minutes? Because that's the only timer you have. Be honest. No, I downloaded a bunch. There was two. Five is great. No, we have, five is, do we have anything above five? shut up and do the five. <laughs> no, right, you don't go. get five above five. Exactly. Just do five. Here because you go. Go. It. It's timing. Here we go. Start of the week. Uh, I, I, I have four... Uh, categories here. First is founder fetish. Ooh. We're back to the founder fetish with a big story out of the New York Times that Bolt built $11 billion payment business on inflated metrics and eager investors uh, featuring Ryan Breslow, Stanford dropout. I picked this one because you know I'm being unusually optimistic for Friday morning. And I think, are, are we getting... Are, are we... Uh, Nearing the end of the road for Silicon Valley Valley founder fetish. Is this the uh, is this the last no. one? Never going to end. No. What do you think? That's why I picked this one. This still happened. You're like eight seconds away from Theranos. It still happened again. It happened again. Right, but could this mm -hmm. be the uh, uh, the final warning sign? Like stop. Like do due diligence. Stop falling for charm. No. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I thought maybe. <laughs> I thought maybe. All right. Uh, number two, uh, the anti-woke. Ooh, is up my alley. Uh, uh, two disheartening stories in the anti-woke. Uh, and you know, you can call this category whatever you want. The the anti-ESG, the 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 anti-left wing. I don't know what you want to call this. But there's two stories that really stuck out to me. Female CEO at Aviva is told that she's not the man for the job at a flabbergastingly sexist AGM. Again, that's the headline. That's not my uh, language. That's, Although I yeah, agree. it was not good. For once, I agree with the headline writers. Flabberga flabbergastingly sexist. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Another one is uh, the former vice president, thank God, uh, Mike Pence, 
rips socially minded investing wants to rein in ESG. I love it. This is very WWF. Rain I love in. this. But those are the, that's the anti woke category. So we have founder fetish, anti woke. The third mm. category is uh, it's close to the second category, but it's uh, the new uh, the new era of we're now afraid of the anti-woke. So our corporations, are they already afraid what? of people who are anti-woke? And we have two we big stories here. Two big stories here. A PR firm that works with Netflix and Starbucks quietly advised clients to not take a stance on abortion rights. And um, a story we covered, I think, uh, I don't know, this week. Fortune magazine mm-hmm. contacted 30 of the most powerful companies in America. And I think only one of them had anything to say about Roe versus Wade. So... Are corporations already afraid of the anti-woke? You know, is Ron DeSantis winning? That's the question. The answer to that is yes. But um, the, the, I just saw yeah. today the Times was running a story about how um, how corporations are now we're like leery of GOP backlash to the things that they're saying. So I think it's that's yeah, it's legit. Wait, where was this? The Times? I think it was in the Times. Yeah. Uh, okay, and the fourth, so my fourth pick for story of the week, and this is uh, for you, Emma, the great Zuck disappearance. Uh, um, I, one thing Emma and I have noticed, and I don't know if it coincides with that when Facebook changed its name to Meta Platforms, or maybe it's just that you know since Elon Musk did that terrible Saturday Night Live appearance, he's sort of become the new Zuck. Uh, we don't hear from Zuck anymore. This show used to have so many Zuck headlines, so much Facebook nonsense that we used to have whole weeks where we promised that we'd be Zuck-free. We promised our listeners that we wouldn't delve into more horrible Facebook stories. So I'm calling this last story the great Zuck disappearance, and the headline is Meta slows hiring, blaming Apple, war, and its stock price. So there you go. Anyone want to weigh in here? On on your last point there, the great Zuck disappearance, I have to say... Um, I think that he that he actually is making a moderate re-entry to the news because as I was going through today in particular, mm-hmm. it was more Zuck heavy than it has been the past couple of weeks because Elon has really stolen all of his thunder. Um, but he's doing stupid shit now, like um, advertising no. his VR glasses, but he pixelated the actual headset so that people couldn't see it. So it was a picture of him in the VR headset, but you could not actually see the headset because they weren't ready to actually release that to the public. I don't know what any of that means. I'm so confused. <laughs> but I, what, what but I'm with you. Campaign. I'm not saying he's explain that campaign. well, but I don't know what any of that means. He's coming back in a stupid capacity. I am interested in... So and when he's coming back in a um, evil capacity, in an evil capacity, you're exactly. claiming that. Oh, I see what you're saying because he, because I would refute that he's coming back in a stupid way because he's always been stupid. But I see what you're saying. He's trying to drop the evil. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's and pivoted Emma, you from evil to the timer. stupid. You're not allowed to I stop did. the timer. The timer's for you. We get no. As much I'm done. As we want. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. You I did didn't an realize that. Job. I didn't realize that. So to be fair, I I was done at four minutes. So. No, you were <laughs> yeah, great. You did you. great. Matt, oh wait, have you <laughs> voted yet, Emma? No, I haven't. I just wanted to comment on the Zuck stuff first. Okay. I am going to go with story of the week being the afraid of the anti-woke. Yeah, um, it, unfortunately, just nothing else really hits quite like it for me. Um, 
in particular, the second article, the one about how no one has anything to say is I feel like is the story. No one wants to say anything. Yeah. No one feels like they can say anything, even though they 100 percent can. They're just cowardly and want to make money. And I think that's it. The only yeah. one was CVS Healthcare led by a, a woman. But that, not yeah. that, that I'm not saying that's why, but I'm just saying that's no, the no, only no. one. Give Cheryl Sandberg credit. Give Cheryl Sandberg Aww. credit. She did it. She leaned right in to this conversation. No, I do <laughs> actually. All right. I actually, I do give her credit. I don't. I, I do. I, I like that. <laughs> there's a very slight awkward pause after you say that. No, I do. Um, uh, I'm torn between the anti woke and afraid of the anti woke. Um, I do think the the <laughs> like the anti woke has been like yeah i know it's this is why we're ridiculous has been like a two-week story it's like mm -hmm. you know the yeah. build up to to this point where you i mean we talked about this yesterday or or two days ago i have never heard of an at an agm someone stands up at the q a session unbelievable says something sexist and then two more people who aren't related to that first person Nuts. do the exact same well, thing we don't know that but yeah I mean that unless they're all hanging out at a bar, yeah, they're like, that, wouldn't it be funny that could if, happen, right? Drinking at the airport bar on the way to the annual meeting, but it's <laughs> still shocking. It's still pretty shocking. It takes some real like uh, sacklessness to stand up with the microphone in front of you, look at the woman and say, "You're not the man for the job, and your board is really diverse. Congrats. Maybe they should go back to housekeeping." Like that takes some not to mention. Special. Not to mention for a, a woman who, uh, at, at a, a meeting for the shareholders, a woman who, since she has taken over two years ago, the stock price has risen dramatically. I mean, this yeah, dramatic. It's, yeah. It's, she's reversed a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. I, but being afraid of the anti-woke. Sorry, that was a super late buzz. I was really. <laughs> yeah. I was I no, was thinking apologize. about it, and then late I decided to. You do know it what? Late. We've been Sorry. forgetting to catch up with you about these buzzes. Yeah, so at the just end of the do show. it right so Just now. tell us now. Who's what? What are you? Okay. What are you buzzing? I am buzzing the um, sacklessness. <laughs> that, um, that, wow, really verbiage. She was really like mixing that up in her. I know. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say it's, it takes yeah. some balls to say that, but then I was like, actually. I don't like, like either of those terms. I, yeah, I, balls would have been worse, but sacklessness I hate is all that. All, it's more creative, I suppose. That's what but I was going for. It is. The irony of you talk uh, <laughs> of you using right. a metaphor to refer to the male genitalia as an equivalent for bravery or like manhood yeah. is ironic in the context of you talking about a guy who is saying something sexist to a CEO. But it right. was female to CEO. Matt's credit, it was balls in cheek. I mean, tongue in cheek. Uh huh. Uh huh. Come on, I don't get a buzz right. for that. Yeah, he's no, because you're just, just trying to go to me. Terrible humor. He's yeah, okay. trying. Um, I think because I'm with, you, though, Emma. I'm with you. I love the return of the buzz. We've had like two in the last few weeks. I want more I buzzing. You well, got it. I'll be sure to say something really offensive right now. Um, I think <laughs> because of Roe v. Wade, it has to be afraid of the anti woke. I agree with yeah. Emma. Yeah. Th this week was won by Roe v. Wade. Um, and the 1600s. Agreed. Effectively. Agreed. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. Good news of the week. So the so the story of the week really is that already corporations are afraid of the anti woke police. I mean, it didn't one take second. much. All it took was one terrible governor from Florida yelling at Disney, and they're already they can't even and talk costing about, his he's costing his own government a billion dollars. They can't even cost come out Disney to support anything. The end of a 
abortion rights. Like, like that again, yeah. th- this is the most mind boggling part to me. It's like, this one seems like the easiest to get behind to, to fight this one. Like this is the, mm-hmm. the, the biggest no brainer. All right. Do you think they talk? Do, yeah. do you think they'd speak out if they ended like uh, the right of black people um, to, to vote or, Reinstated slavery or said women can't vote. Do you think they well, like see, I speak would out about like some to, of those things? I mean, I know you're kind of joking, but I would actually like to know the answer to this because they I actually I think they would. I think the they're they would, Here's the thing: if I think that they don't want women to not vote because on the Republican side of things, white women are very crucial to Republican Why? success in elections. Demographically, they just are. Why they white middle-aged white women vote and middle-aged white women very frequently vote for republican candidates why? so they don't really i don't know ask a political you, scientist tell me why <laughs> no look in the end the fact is these corporations are just sackless let's move on oh all right moving on uh i uh i'm it's the goodliest of the week section which has been moved up and i'm channeling ari here although i took it seriously i'm not making fun of ari this time i'm taking it seriously the data queen she's out doing better things um here let's I, get this I gave time it a real up on damien yeah ready i don't even yeah. need a full five minutes good he doesn't even need it uh <laughs> i took it seriously though and i have one special f you at the end because i just felt a little anger for some reason okay. earlier this morning so i added during goodliest on. sure okay. yeah so i only have three <laughs> stories here in goodliest and a special f you first uh salesforce i know you hate this emma but i love finding any stories that make salesforce or apple look good salesforce will help employees relocate for abortion access Ooh. so i you know it was hard to get the right information out of this article but this is the first corporation I think who is standing behind helping them relocate out of their state. Yeah, it's a financial move entirely. Yeah. Yeah, which I yeah. think is great. And I know Emma is gonna disagree, but it's fine. I'm waiting for it. Number two. Don't worry about it. Uh, the Norwegian oil fund, which is uh what's the biggest sovereign wealth fund in the world, uh, right? Which, which owns no, the I think equi- that's Japan. But yes. It owns the equivalent of one point five percent of every listed company in the world. Is, this this Norwegian fund that sounds like a over lot. a trillion. Yeah, sounds like a lot. They're denouncing corporate greed over executive pay. What it sounds like is that they're actually saying a thing. They're, they're, they're not really, doing it though. No, they're <laughs> they're voting against more uh, CEO pay packages. They're they're trying to they're trying to get a movement going. Uh, they they feel like shareholders are being too quiet. I don't know. Sounds All right, good to Norway. me. All right. God. Even <laughs> your goodliest are depressing me. I know. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, if I, the third one, which made me feel good, is this simple headline from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Musk's Twitter deal is no sure thing. That made me feel good. Me too. Call me a simpleton. Uh, and before you vote on those three stories, uh, let me get my special FU out of the way. This is to Max Chafkin, a, a Bloomberg writer. Also wow. the biographer uh, of a Call Peter Thiel out. book called The Contrarian. But he had an article in the Bloomberg uh, that we tagged. The Bloomberg. The headline, <laughs> the headline of the article is tech companies coddled their employees. Now they're firing them. Okay. So here's a <laughs> quote from the, uh, uh, some quotes from the article. Uh, Overpaying and even coddling talented engineers has for years been seen as a point of pride among tech's leadership class. Facebook touts a sabbatical program. Uh, 30-day sabbatical program. Twitter added a company-wide mental health breaks called Days of Rest. Uh, Max, uh, mental health benefits for your workers is not coddling. 
Okay, so yeah, oh. so really, Max, you're 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 a special kind of jerk for that. I'm sorry. And, and secondly, wow. uh, you're throwing around the term overpaying, attached, and it's completely unattached from any real data. Like, what do you? What are you talking about? Like what really? Like I looked through the audience. No, really, I would like to see if you're going to use a term like that, which sounds uh, quantitative, not qualitative. What? How do you know they're being overpaid? I just hate this. I hate the insinuation that because tech companies are treating their workers well that they're overpaid for some reason. I just, I, you see how much money the executives at these tech companies make, how much the owners make, how much the founders make, how much the shareholders make for these high stock prices. You have no right to call these people overpaid unless you're going to give me proof. So especially F you. That's it. I wanted to get it off my chest. I just I just want to point out that Damien, because he <laughs> didn't have another place to put this annoyed story, yeah. just dropped it in goodliest <laughs> of the week while Ari wasn't here. Well, you That's, guys always get to like get mad at things in this show. And I, and I just it, it really pissed me off this article. Max uh, Chafkin. And I hope you call in. Because no, that doesn't I, mean you know that you what? can't become a friend of the show. I want you to be a friend of the show. I'm just my saying I'm vote, mad at you. My vote is for Damien's um, <laughs> pointing out the FU okay. of the week. I, I right. like, I, I like I mental health. Th- this is what Greg Larkin said last week on this show. Yeah. Mental health benefits are not coddling. Oh, right. Like, you know, sending them to, you know, like just because, what did he say? He said something like, you know, you give your your employees a free bagel. You're not the Ford Foundation, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah that's, Greg. He's absolutely yeah. right. For once, Greg I agree nailed with Greg. it. So yeah, I mean, I'm Max, you're making fun special of special fu as goodliest of the week. <laughs> you're making fun of Twitter. And, and by the way, Twitter added these mental days of rest during the pandemic, and that's coddling. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know a single person who has broken free their increased depression, anxiety from the pandemic. But anyway, Emma, do you have a vote here for goodliest of the week? Uh, I, by process of elimination, have to go with, oh, actually, I yeah, you am have not to say sure. Salesforce. What are you going to say about Salesforce? She, don't she worry wants, about it's, it. It's don't Musk. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's, it's Musk. It's Musk. It's, um, I, I don't know. The whole, I have, I struggle to categorically assign the good label to. It's hard. It's hard the Anything Twitter deal Musk, not yeah. being a sure thing because he's already messed up so much yeah. that I feel like even if the deal doesn't go through, there's still going to be some insane fallout after it. Yeah. So that's arguably going to cause an even bigger problem. So I can't cast my vote for that one. Sorry, Matt. So I am actually going to go with Norwegian oil fund denouncing corporate greed over executive right. pay. Wow, wow you're going really for the wonky boring. one. She's just yeah. trying to kiss yeah. ass because she's going to a big ESG conference next week in New York City. She's trying <laughs> yeah. to pre-kiss ass the wonky uh, ESG totally. types. If, if you were at the S&P Global One, S&P, really, get your, if your marketing team needs help naming things, we're here. Um, like it's like the S&P Global One Sustainability Conference. I don't know what it's called. But the S&P Conference in New York City. Emma and Ari are going to be there. They're both going to be there. So go check that out. Yeah, and we're going to send our Emma around with a microphone. We're hoping she gets yeah. she, she can record some good stuff. Uh, I'm going to break the tie here. The goodliest story of the week is... I'm going to go with Emma just because she's Emma. But, I, yes. but I'm disappointed that we didn't hear uh, her opinion about Salesforce, but maybe another time. It's coming. It's going to be irritating. And, and, I, and, let me, and let me add a, a something else about this Twitter thing quickly is that I, I didn't realize how deep this anti-Twitter thing from the right was because I, I guess there was something from Fox Business where they were saying that they're so angry at Twitter for some reason that they're, they're saying there's 8,000 employees. No one knows what any of them do. 
they should fire 6,000 of them. Wow. Like, this is real reporting from Fox Business. Like, this is this is their version of our show is I mean, real fire reporting. most of Twitter. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's just, is that business reporting? I mean, come on. Before we get to Matt, uh, let's check in with our lovely contributor, Greg Larkin, for this week's Punks and Pinstripes Minute. More like two minutes today, but we'll give him a pass. This is another Punks and Pinstripes Minute with me, Greg Larkin. The cryptocalypse and Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter are related in ways that should not be ignored. The red thread that ties them together is the limitations of tech utopianism. The idea that because someone had a breakthrough with AI, the blockchain, or physics, that somehow they are qualified to solve bigger societal problems like income inequality, media manipulation, or the macro issue of climate change is complete bullshit. They are not qualified. But there is this dangerous Silicon Valley mythology perpetrated by people like Peter Diamandis of what they call tech abundance, that advanced technology inherently makes the world more abundant, ethical, equitable. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes technological breakthroughs world make the world a better place, but it is not always true. It is not inherently true. So I'm glad to see this bubble start to burst. I know there are some meme stock crypto investors who will be hurt by it, and I don't wish them any prolonged suffering. I mean that genuinely. But I think the world will be a better place when the deity-like stature of Silicon Valley's technologists and their tech utopianists is deflated. They're just people. They're people who are good at math, who are good at science, who are great technologists, and they're people who are really good at making money from technology. That's it. There is no other macro, social, political, geopolitical responsibility that they should be trusted to shoulder. So listen, an asset that you can sell for a higher price doesn't necessarily have real underlying value, whether it's a subprime mortgage, Bitcoin, Tesla stock, or a SPAC. There are problems that technology and technologists cannot solve. So the correction we're living through right now is a valuable, teachable moment. So if you're still talking to me, tune in next week for another Punks and Pinstripes Minute with me, Greg Larkin. And that was this week's Punks and Pinstripes Minute with Greg Larkin, who was, per usual, smarter and more eloquent than all three of us put together. All right, Matt, you've been very patient. Go ahead. All right. It's my turn. Um, It's Matt's turn. So everyone be quiet and listen to me now. Um, all right. Asshole of the week. First up, your first option. Astholiest of the week, your first option. Uh, yeah, because we got to be Beavis and Butthead about everything. Mm-hmm. Is Stanford. Is that a bad thing? No, Ooh, Stanford. It's, not. it's great. Stanford as your first option for asshole of the week. Um, just this week, you got Ryan Breslow in the news. He is a Stanford dropout. Another st- Theranos, we worky cult of personality dropout story takes investor money and runs away. Um, you have Elon Musk who managed to go to Stanford for approximately two days. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Just like Ryan Breslow. 
Yeah. And he he blew up, you know, Zuck's return from evil to stupid um, by making a stupid tweet about how the deal's on hold, which it's not. It's not on hold. It's no one's holding anything. It's they're they're gonna <laughs> do the deal. It's this is all dumb. It's grandstanding and shut up. Parag <laughs> Agrawal, who uh, where's that man? What are you doing? You're a Stanford grad. Like uh, where he's firing executives. He's firing? busy firing his executives. Yeah, and, and then and Peter Thiel, who seems to be behind all the news. Honestly, what the fuck is the use of Stanford? Have we? I think we're past the pale. Stanford, go away. Everybody <laughs> well, who comes out of you turns out terrible. I'm glad you mentioned this because uh, we were going to ask Ari next week for the goodliest section to see if she can find some good things that came out of Stanford in, the, in yeah, this find space, all good in this thing. corporate, find in the public th- corporate space. Not, I'm not talking about like a a doctor who lives in Duluth who is really good at like something. I mean, they could have gone to Berkeley. They could have gone anywhere. Like I'm talking about Stanford. All right. Stanford. Number two option. The 1600s. Hmm. The 1600s. Like Samuel Alito is referring to texts from the 1600s to set the precedent for abortion rights 400 years later. And powerful women today, as Damien pointed out in Story of the Week, are sitting there up front while they're getting blasted by sexist uh, comments and um, and being told they're basically glorified housemaids. Uh, And women now with the abortion issue on the table in this country the HR uh, heads of HR who are all women are going to mm-hmm. be forced to clean up after the men. So even in corporate America in 2022, we treat our women as if they're housemaids from the 1600s, 1600s. You suck. Why are we talking about you now? There's literally yeah. nothing we should be talking about you for. Like should we, it's yeah. been f- almost 500 years. Do we want to get Ari to tell us some good you? things? Should we have Ari look up good things from the 1600s too while she's doing Stanford? I mean, like, like I just can't figure out how this is even newsworthy stuff that happened in the 1600s. Well, but thank you for bringing it back. Just, I will like, add talk this, about throwbacks. I think we can officially call from an ESG perspective. We can officially call what happened at that meeting at that annual meeting that they will smithed her. Did they not? Ooh, well, they did. Wow. Right? They did. It's they really did. a continuation of, of that horrible uh, moment. It's not yeah. so different from throwing cabbage from the back of Shakespeare's theater. I would, um, I would say it's much worse. Uh, all right. Number three option. And this one's near and dear to my heart. Riding why? in airplanes. Why is this? Why do you care about this? This is this is these are headlines from this week. Just mm-hmm. the adventures of airplanes. Uh, Virgin Atlantic flight to New York forced into midair U-turn after bosses discover pilot isn't qualified. Mm-hmm. A passenger yeah. with no flying experience landed a plane at a Florida airport oh, after the pilot became incapacitated. That sounds good. Um, flights face the worst um, delays they have in possibly the history of ever. Uh, and you want to know why? Because of SpaceX launches, private what? flights by executives... The air traffic was so jammed that they had delays all through Florida. And um, this on top of over the last couple of weeks, masks being removed and they're making announcements mid flight that you could take your mask off. And yeah. the New York Times, the day after they announced that masks were being removed, uh, did a whole piece about can you get covid by sitting in an airplane if you're wearing a mask and no one else is. 
And the definitive answer was, of course you can. Of course you can. Yeah, and I always think about, what about your eye, your eyeball sockets? Can't, it breathe, not, can't they breathe It in goes beyond your eyes. The, the, the mask only stops 54% of the particles. And oh. the reason why everyone else has to be masked is because if they're masked, it raises it to like 90% of the particles Get you, you're not going to get. My point is, why do we need to ride in airplanes anymore? Just fall out of the sky. Be done. And that's it. Those are your three well, assholes of the week. Uh, I know Emma likes to make fun of France a lot, uh, but I will say this: kudos to France. They, they are they are getting rid of all their short their short flights. Yeah, they did that already. Yeah, for mm-hmm. for train travel. And I know Emma is thinking, well, can't really do that in the U.S. because our train system sucks. Our but Emma, maybe you sucks. and your friends should get off your butts and help kind of improve the infrastructure for our Take train a trench. travel. Yeah. Come on. Mm. I'll work Sack with a boring up. company. Maybe they can fix it for me. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Um, <laughs> asshole the is the week. <laughs> this is a tough one, Matt. <laughs> this the it's tough. The, the although I I wonder if they're not connected in some ways. Stanford in the 1600s because there there's a feeling mm. to me that they are. I don't know the. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think no. it was founded in 1885. You go first, so mm-hmm. no, but I know, but the, there's something about the angry Peter Thielian, Zuckerbergian, Muskin man that comes out of Stanford that makes me, I don't know. They just, if they, anything, I feel like the 1600s are much more Harvard, <laughs> you know? Okay. Wow. It's yeah. New England. It's witch trials. It's, mm. you know, there's okay. some compelling arguments. Why don't you there. go first on this one? What's your asshole of the week? Okay. I... Matt holds a um, a hatred for airplanes that, you know, I understand to a degree, but to his hatred degree. really outweighs mine. Matt likes to shit on planes a lot. Oh, they're horrible. So, they're they're horrible. Can you think of a more horrible experience that you, that once you leave your apartment, can you think of anything more horrible than taking an airplane ride somewhere? I would, all right. I, I was in LA last, last two week, a week and a half ago. City and name dropper. on the flight back... On the fl- I'm waiting in line, and you know how like everybody waits in this amorphous line, waiting to get called. And it's so obnoxious because you can't like get in line because everyone wants to get on the plane. Yeah, at the same it's, a, time. it's blobular. This yep. time, the the actual attendants or like the customer service agents, whatever, were standing in front, and they were yelling. And I don't mean like like Ugh. like saying it just like curtly. They were yelling at everyone in the line. If your bag does not fit in this box, you are going to ruin this trip for everyone. You're moving out of the line. Like they were yelling at people. So this woman takes her garment bag that she's holding, goes to the desk and says, Hey, I'm, I don't want really want to check this, but is this okay? Like it's, I don't, it doesn't really fit. It doesn't, it's not quite right. And at the, at the attendant says, Oh, that'll be fine. The garment bag, you know, we'll make it. That's that is fine. And then she gets in line to get on the plane, and the guy checking everyone on the plane goes, "You, I already said this. Get out of the line now. You're going to take everyone." I was like, "What is this that's experience that we're having?" Then you get I'm on the plane, and they're like, "Oh, do you want a peanut? That's seven dollars. Take out your credit card. You don't get anything. The thing is terrible. Everything about it." Can I just say that I don't? I don't. Just check your bags, people. Enough, enough. Just, I'm sorry. I don't get this fetish. When your bag ends up in Des Moines and you end up in North Carolina. You don't need that stuff anyway. You don't need it. Not to mention the fact that there have been more cancellations because of understaffing, overworking, and air traffic now than ever. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's my fault. I take blame for that rant. (laughs) That was my bad. I don't know what Matt's... Uh, Matt, are you going away again somewhere? I am short airplanes. That's what I am. I'm short airplanes. I'm long cars. 
I it's hard to disagree with Matt in this one. I, I, I don't know of a more miserable thing than flying. Even when I'm going somewhere exciting, I I, I dread I have such anxiety I about can. the whole experience. I can think of something worse than airplanes. The 1600s. The 1600s. Yes. Well, so no, I'm not talking about I'm this game. With. I'm talking about like things we do. I, I'm in, always in the game, we do in baby. Public. I'm never out of the game. It is the 1600s. You should see how, 100%. how attuned my hearing is at knowing. I, I, it's like radar. If, if When I'm waiting in line at the airport and I hear a baby crying like 1.2 miles away, and I can tell by my radar if, if it's walking towards me at a certain rate, it's going to be on my flight. Like, I am, like, attuned. <laughs> I am attuned to everything. You're All like right. Sherlock Holmes of the airport. Exactly. I know. I know. <laughs> Baby Sherlock right. Holmes. Baby Sherlock Holmes. All right. Yeah. All right. Emma, Emma voted with for, the 1600s. Uh, it's hard to, in this horrible week of corporations not standing up for uh, simple human rights for women, it's hard, uh, as much as I, I really do hate these Stanford people, I, oh God, this is a terrible choice. There's I'm a lot of pricks in the news this week. Yes. I know, I know. I feel like the Stanford thing is not new, though. This is like a Matt philosophy, so it's not like a new thing. It's an ongoing problem, so I'm going to go with the 1600s. So that's the assholes of the, the week, 16. the 1600s. That the 1600s is the new thing oh. is the big problem, isn't it? Like it was so the 500-year-old thing. I'm so ashamed that I that my I named my son Samuel at this point. I, I'm thinking about changing his name legally because I don't want to be aligned with Samuel Alito in any way. <laughs> wow. All right, really, you're aligned with Samuel Alito's mom. Hmm. He that's didn't weird. choose his name. That, that just got weirder. Is there a cricket uh, sound effect? You're welcome. Uh, let's, let's irritating is of the week. Come on, there Emma. Put All the timer right. up. Come on. Let's do it. Because you know how you like to go on and on. Come on. Oh, yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I never interrupt. All right. Number one. PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan leaves staff fuming after email on abortion rights turns into a speech about his cats. Yeah. That is a mm-hmm. real headline. A- I'm not sure I need any more. I don't yeah. th- like. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to give it to you anyway, because it's really something. So. That, this is real? This is not part of our ESG This is real. This series? is 100. No, no. This <laughs> okay. is truly an honest. This is okay. really what happened. So the head of PlayStation urged employees in a letter uh, to respect differences of opinion on abortion rights before entering into five detailed paragraphs about his two cats first what? birthday. He said, we owe it to each other and to PlayStation's millions of users to respect differences of opinion among everyone in our internal and external communities. Respect does not equal agreement, but it is fundamental to who we are as a company and as a valued global brand. That was his thing. He basically was like, if you're if your fellow yes. employees blah, don't blah, believe in yeah. your right to control yeah. your own body, you have to be fine with that. Yeah, and right. then he went on to say Why? he would like to share that? something yeah. lighthearted to help oh inspire God. everyone oh, yes. to be mindful of having balance that can oh. help ease the stress of uncertain world guy? events. And then uh, he said it was recently his two cats first birthday and then began oh. elaborating over the next few paragraphs about his cat's birthday cakes, their noises and his desire to get a dog one day. Wow. There it is. Wow. Who is this guy? How how has he not come up in the news before? I mean, this is yeah, he's it was special a, kind he, of stupid. He's a right? CEO of a, like a subsidiary of a of subsidiary. Like a, That's why you don't right. It's like a, right. it's, it's a part of Sony. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's Sony. Yes, yeah. yes. But is he um, is he right. Japanese? No, Jim Ryan. No, no, no. no. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, my next three are shorter. 
Two, Elon Musk to serve as temporary CEO of Twitter after deal is complete. So this was actually a last week's headline, but I saw a roundup of all of the companies that Elon is currently involved in, and it reignited my annoyance about this headline. He's currently the head of four other companies, Tesla, which is electric car bullshit, SpaceX, which is space bullshit, Neuralink, which is mind control bullshit and the boring company which is whole drilling bullshit and he's not the ceo of all of those companies but for the ones that he is not the ceo of he has placed a crony as the head of them and he is in control anyway Mm -hmm. that's number two number three AT&T, Walmart, City, and other mega corporations bankrolled a likely wave of state abortion bans. Mm. This is not unexpected, but obviously extremely annoying. And this is where Salesforce comes in, especially considering that many of the companies named are the companies who have recently promised their employees that they would cover interstate travel for abortion access. Those companies being in particular Microsoft, Citigroup, Amazon, and Salesforce. Wait, Wait, you just add Salesforce. I don't even see it in your notes. You just add it. But okay, here's what I can tell you about Salesforce because <laughs> yeah. I happened to do this research <laughs> you don't earlier get to in the week. Add for, it. Yeah, for something some, else. There has to be. You have to be verifiable facts. I can. Here. I can. Okay. <laughs> Salesforce um, has donated to Senator um, Todd Young from Indiana, okay. who said about the Biden presidency when he was yeah. getting elected that it was a great disappointment to him that. Uh, making abortions more accessible is a tenant of this administration. Right. So, not great. Yeah, um, I was I was looking at uh, the headquarters for Salesforce uh, to see like how many other employees would actually need, might need to relocate. And yes, there is one in Indianapolis, Indiana, which is probably mm. why they donated. Correct. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, but they donated to Todd, who doesn't want abortion to be legal in I, Indiana. So, and can I go on record? I'm going to steal yeah. a little bit of your time here. You feel free okay. to stop the clock. This is, uh, and it's going to be a very quick, very quick statement. There mm-hmm. is not a more boring city in our great land than <laughs> Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh. It's a terrible. That's brutal. Uh, terrible, boring, horrible place. It is just, uh, I'm sorry. The Jim poor losers. Doesn't agree. Oh, it is, it is just a nothing, a big nothing burger. All right, keep going. <laughs> sorry, Hoosiers. All right. No. Uh, And finally, number four, major meat companies lied about impending shortages to keep workers on site at the height of the pandemic. Glad you covered this one. Yes. So um, I just grabbed a couple of details from this. So uh, there are five companies involved, all of the usual suspects. Um, and a doctor at a hospital close to one of the companies who has a processing plant in Texas emailed an executive of the company in April of 2020 and said 100% of all COVID-19 patients that we have in the hospital are either direct employees or family members of your employees. And then he said, I'm not sure the situation is being treated with the urgency it deserves. The doctor continued, you're employees will get sick and may die if this factory continues to be open and they did not close the factory for a yes. while afterward and then a cfo like i know i had a hard i have to admit i had the same thought it's not irritating because it's just tragic and horrible but it, i felt the need to talk about it this week and then the cfo of one of the other companies used scare tactics about a meat shortage to keep people working and he released all these statements blah 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 mm-hmm. the end Wow. <laughs> blah, blah, the end. I like that. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's so much to choose from in here. I mean, going pivoting from abortion rights into my cats is <laughs> really a next level irritating thing, right? Like, yeah, because I feel, yeah. o- literally yeah. only a white man can do that. Oh, That's right. actually a skill that we're born with. 
that mm-hmm. most of the rest of especially a white man with two first names never trust him oh i like it i, I mean uh and, and who knows when his cat's birthdays are i mean the, there's a lot of problems i have yeah. with that. like i love I've, my cats i really love my cat i've had many cats i have a cat now and i have no idea what her birthday was do you think so he made so, that part up just so we could shoehorn it into the into the story it, which would make it more irritating not less yeah. Right, mm. because he's then actively trying to think of a way to talk about his cats next to abortion rights. Well, like literally, and- all he wanted to do was talk about his cats, but he had to get everyone in the room with some pretense, right? Yeah, but and but he's even cheating on his cats because it's his cat's freaking birthday, <laughs> and he's talking about how he wants a dog. That's just rude. Cheating everything on his cats. It, that's, yeah, everything that's about it's not great. Almost buzzworthy. Um, Elon Musk. Um, who everyone celebrates as like uh, just a genius is okay running five separate companies and Jack Dorsey wants to go to Africa and we lose our collective fucking minds about it. That's going to irritate me forever. Yep. Um, But that's a last week story. So I think I'm going to disqualify it for that. Um, Bankrolling abortion bans. uh, That's not surprising. Every I think if I we looked, almost every single company with any sort of presence in every state has bankrolled someone who hates abortion. Yeah, that's the problem. And they they tend to bankroll both sides. They just they bankroll do. everything. It's like playing the roulette wheel at uh, playing bread well, and Well, they black. just need to they need to be able to get a meeting anytime and the way you get a meeting is you pay, right? So, yep. um oh, and then really? you're with the meat companies pretending there was a shortage. We spent so much time covering this because yeah. we thought it was like, just don't eat so much meat. I, we didn't understand what the big fucking deal was, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so you have two sausages for breakfast instead of six, right? Like, <laughs> it's probably for the best. Six. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, some people do. No, I know, I know I'm with you. Um, I'm, I, I'm I don't curious know. That one's more one. infuriating, so I'm going to go yeah. with PlayStation Jim Ryan because yeah. that yeah. is just irritating. To me, it's a yeah. no-brainer. I, I am like... Uh, as as the person who's responsible for a lot of the ESG Onion content here at our company, first of all, I'm jealous that I didn't think of this. <laughs> like I, these they're hard for me on some days to come. Hey, up with. you didn't need to think of this. Someone actually did it. Yeah, but this is uh, this is otherworldly. I, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, like you know, we uh, we try to make the case in so many different ways of why we think they're you know why we need to have more women in leadership and that. Only 5% of the S&P 500 is led by women is absolutely appalling. But how about this? How about this is the first uh, example in our argument of why we need more women? Because uh, really, like this is a leader of a company? I mean, this is mm-hmm. this is beyond tone deaf. This is like a man who, who thinks that eating yeah. kitty litter is probably high in antioxidants. <laughs> I don't even know. Five that. paragraphs. Yeah. Five paragraphs about a, his cats. <laughs> all I can say is, is, Jim Ryan, I think you might be an asshole. <laughs> I think um can we just actually reprint the story as the ESG not onion and just put it out and see if anyone notices. Let's do it. <laughs> people would think it's do it cuz it saves me like that's 2 hours of yeah. <laughs> that's the winner right there. <laughs> Speaking of yeah, winners. The winner. mm-hmm. uh, Emma, once again. What's that? What? We're on who won the week now, right? We both yeah. voted. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap up the show. Uh, who won the week predictions? I'm going to go first because, mm-hmm. uh, once again, Emma wins my week not only for uh, just picking a, a home run of a irritatingest of the week. Sorry. I, I don't even know how I'm, I I feel. You know, I'm a little jealous. I missed this somehow. You know, Emma and I compete for headline grabbing. Uh, I don't know how I missed this. This is a classic. Uh, but also, 
and here's why Emma's really winning for me. She figured out a way how to cover that big meat uh, story about them uh, manufacturing uh, a meat crisis to stay open. I, I I saw that story yesterday. I didn't know how we we're going to cover it. Uh, I didn't know why like, it would slip through the cracks. I was worried that we'd forget about it. We forget about a lot of good stories here. Emma got it in there. Love it. Come on. That, I, that was a pure editorial win of the week. <laughs> I don't know yes. what I'm doing. <laughs> no, I, I, my I coffee the, is both ramping up and dying away at the same time, so I'm just a mess mentally. Um, uh, I have a winner of is Samuel Alito. There's nobody oh. else who owned the week more than Samuel Alito. No, it's not who owned the week. Who won the week? <laughs> I'm sorry, he won. I mean, yeah. the fact that like all it. all I can read and think about and talk about is the removal of human rights from women based on a precedent that a witch hunter used in the 1600s. There was an SNL skit in which they yeah. acted this out that was so good um, because it was so ridiculous. I think yep. Samuel Alito won the week. Congrats, Sam. Yeah. Sam um, For me, after Matt's um, plane-themed rant, that, it, that was certainly my fault for bringing it up. Apologies to everyone who had to hear it. But after that, I realized that people who fly private, I think, won this week. Because they don't have to deal with any of the bullshit that Matt was describing. So that feels like a win for them. That's, That's what very, I'm going with. Very tone deaf of you, Emma. I feel like you yeah. you just Buzzer. sold yourself out. You just sold Buzzer. yourself out somehow. Hey. Uh, predictions. I can go. I can go. do it back to back. I think that Jim Ryan's cats oh, are going to go. go on strike until they have a collective bargaining agreement <laughs> with him. That promises to not allow a dog in their household. Wow. There, there. there. <laughs> I, th- I think that's highly likely. Can actually. I take Thank Emma? Can, not can, much I, of a prediction. can I change my decision of who won the week after that? Terrible <laughs> prediction? Uh, I'll go next. I think next week a company yells very loudly and poignantly in a meaningful way, not just some stupid way about supporting abortion rights. I f- we finally find a company in America who is willing to take a stand and say something thoughtful uh, against uh, what's happening. I, I bet next it's week, Bumble. I, think, I bet Whitney Wolf Heard is going to get in there. So that's a double prediction from Emma. Uh, that's my prediction. Matt, you got anything? I'm just predicting that Elon Musk joins the board of Twitter. I, I, like, it doesn't buy the company and ends up on the board? I think he doesn't buy the company and ends up on the board of Twitter. And I think the whole thing is going to be, and then he'll be there for one year and he'll he'll drop, he'll quit. And I, that was it. That was the whole I will, thing. I'll remind our, our millions of listeners that uh, we asked this question a few weeks ago. Will he ultimately buy it? You two said yes. I said no. So I'm still, I feel like I'm, I'm feeling good about my position still. He is looking for a way to back out. All right. That's all we got today. That is Damian Ross and I'm alerting. I'm Matt. I feel like we brought we brought a lot. We yeah. brought a lot and we did it in a decent time. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Like, not bad um, for a Friday. And thanks to Greg Larkin for dropping always. in for a punk minute Greg, too. Come on. And always, Greg. The always. Best. We'll see you again next week. Literally we'll see the best. You, the listener. The listener's the best. Literally. <laughs> no, they're not. There's one. Yes, listener. they are. There's yes, they one. are. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.